0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sons of Legends. It's your boy Art Dog here with your homeboy M J Gunner.
1: Holla one, holla two. We are coming back at you. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? It's
0: been a long. Minute. Man, it's been a while
1: since I made one of those awesome
0: intros. I know, it's been a while. I mean, it's been chaotic. A lot of things going on, you it know. Was. We done had to take a hiatus from the man. podcast. But we back once again. Oh, we are. Here with, uh, to talk about everything that's going on in the world. And you know we couldn't come back alone, of course. No, no, we always got company. You know, we had to come with one of the original family uh, members man, of the man. set. The original family members of the Sons of Legends. Uh, this guy's a radio host. I mean, he's a podcaster. He is. A, he's a sports analy- an- analyst. No, we this don't have time to run down this man's resume. It's only an hour show. You right. You right. <laughs> I mean, JP is back with us. JP, say what's up.
2: You know, I don't know if my ego could take much more than the hype job you guys are giving me, man. I, I can tell you. I also did manage one of the people in the war games tonight, so I guess I'm an honorary, honorary hoose, so,
0: you know. <laughs> I, 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 you know what I, I'm saying? <laughs> this man was a former manager solo. I say, was saying, it solo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was solo. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, no, it's bloodline,
1: like... absolutely.
0: Killing everything, <laughs> you hear me? And, and of course, the bloodline did their thing tonight. Now, I mean, it do? was the match of the night to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, It was real crazy. I don't want to have to give the whole rundown, but of course it was Sami Zayn, uh, Solo Sokoa, the undisputed tag team champions, the Usos, and the undisputed WWE champion Roman Reigns against Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, and the Brawling Brutes. And KO. KO came back with a vendetta, too, and of course, he has war game experience, Pete Dunn has war game experience, but I don't think anybody in the war in uh the the bloodline had been in the no, war they games. said
1: it the only people in that match who's been in there before was uh butch and k o and butch had been there like four times before they said,
0: yeah, yeah, so I mean that match was insane, mm-hmm. and i mean long term long term storytelling is like the whole thing behind this right here.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Because I think we can all sense where this is going. As much as I love Sami Zayn with the bloodline, I think the end result is going to be him and
0: KO taking the tag titles off the Usos. I disagree. Of course you do. I'm just saying. I disagree, <laughs> but I'll give my opinion later. You you go ahead and get your rundown in.
1: I mean, personally, I feel like that would be... You know, best situation scenario. You know, KO and Sami Zayn, they work great together. They're an established tag team. You know, we all know what they could do together. And they never got the run as an actual, you know, champion tag team. At least the, at least not holding tag titles they didn't. I don't think they did though, when they were on SmackDown Live with Shane McMahon and Danny Bryan and them. I don't
0: think so. The main thing I remember about that is Kurt Angle telling them TNA is hiring. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. i like to see them get a tag title run.
0: JP, how you feel about how the bloodline worked together and how they did tonight versus the brawling brutes and all that?
2: Man, bro, I, I, love, I love the end of the match. I love the whole storytelling of the match. And, you know, just when we think it's to lost art, you get this um, – I don't think the story's done yet. Actually it's not done by a long shot. We know that. But watch the final minute of the of the pay-per-view watch and there was a little subtle story that was told that I may be the only one that knows it. I may be the only I may be one of a handful of people that caught this, but Sami Zayn looked down. With this, I, I I really didn't want to do that look on it. He looked down with this. I don't I don't didn't want to do this look on his face. Yeah, like it was final seconds of the pay per view before they went off, and he had he looked down with a disappointed look on his face. Okay, I this story's it, not.
0: You noticed it too? Okay, yeah, good, he looked back at KO while he was laying on the ground, and and he shook his head, and it, it almost looked like he was kind of crying as he offered him up to Jay.
2: It did. It did. It absolutely did. So there was a lot of stuff that's being still left to be told. There was a lot of meat left on the bone, which is very, very good. This is not done yet. And I still think that you're gonna see stuff told. I wouldn't be surprised if Sammy said, Look, this is this is uh, you know, uh, He'll come out and say, look, you turned your back on me in the past. This is me paying back. But I wouldn't be surprised if Endgame is them infiltrating the bloodline to try to break them down. I, I I would not be shocked if this is Endgame because there's still a lot of meat left to be told, a lot of story left. There's a lot of meat left on them bones. And them little subtle signs that you really have to understand the business to get what you do, Art, that, that left me believing something's there. Something is still happening. I
0: know this, something's still happening. I just would not... I want it to lead to Roman. I don't want it to lead to the tag team titles. Even though the tag team titles are seeming very prestigious right Mm -hmm. now by them having this tenured reign. You know what I'm saying? But that big title needs some challengers. And he's knocked everybody off. And like Mm -hmm. you said, you always said Sammy was looking like the one to Finally get to him. Somebody's got to finally get to him. And KO's already lost. I mean, that's still a story right there with KO Mm -hmm. and him believing that he should have had it at the Royal Rumble.
1: Mm -hmm. I love Sami Zayn with a passion. I feel like he is a national treasure. But I can't see him being a person to take it off Roman. Not unless they do a lot of work to make him seem more believable. To, to make him actually, you know, see, to make us see that he can be the one to take it off of Roman Reigns. Because, like, we all love Sami Zayn. Like, let's not get that twisted. But, you know, Roman Reigns is kind of on a different level right now. And uh, I don't think Sami's at that exact level right now. Not at the moment. That, that's wow. why they say, you know, there's a lot of story left to be told. And if that's where they're going with this, then that'd be great.
2: I mean, this story has been told for a while. It has been. I do see your point of view, though. I mean, I see your point. I'd love to see Sami Zayn be the one. This is a guy, though, that, let's be honest, in March was wrestling Johnny Knoxville, uh, wrestling a dude from Jackass at WrestleMania, okay? <laughs> I mean, he yeah. was wrestling a guy. So, yeah, you're right. I can't see the guy, a guy whose WrestleMania match this year was against a cast member from Jackass in a match with, where he got beat with a giant mousetrap. Let's not you know, forget, winning.
0: we also had The Miz wrestling Bad Bunny at WrestleMania. He was champ by the time that Royal Rumble came around as two-time Grand Slam champion. The so Miz without, is a different. Without, rate, I feel
1: like.
2: That the whole thing is though Miz, and that was Miz too. To be fair, Miz was transitional for literally a week. I mean, yeah. whoever beats Roman, I mean, this is going to be a collab. I mean, this is whoever beats Roman. Let's be honest, this is the most title reign we've seen in the long term. I mean, we have not seen a title reign like this. You got to go back to Hogan. I mean, yeah, it's, I haven't it's, seen for, for
1: in for my
2: lifetime, Matt, Not yet. And exactly, Matt. For somebody your age. For the younger generation, I mean, Art and I, your, you know, your pops and I, we we got to see Hulkamania. Yeah. But for this this modern generation, this is historic. This has never been seen before, yeah. and I doubt we'll ever see it again. The closest Whoever that we meets, got
0: to it is John Cena,
2: exactly, and CM Punk. You know, Cena and Punk, and whoever beats him, it has to be somebody. It has to be a monumental happening. It's got to be somebody that's really going to take the ball and run with it. And you know, there have been a few, and the people have thrown names out there. You know, I thought maybe Cody Rhodes had he not got hurt, now I can't see that happening. You know, Bray Wyatt, the guy got fired. I can't see that happening. I, I just don't know at this point. I mean, could it be? I mean, could it be J-O? Putin, let's be honest, The whole yeah. thing has changed has A whole lot has changed. and I don't think we need to talk about what. I mean, the demographic of the WWE has taken a seismic shift since Sami Zayn was getting pinned by a mousetrap by Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, I just don't...
0: And I do want to get into that. I want to finish this pay-per-view off and I want to get into some of the changes that's happening, the people that's getting in trouble, you know, things like that. I want to get into some of that. But, um... Yeah, I I think you're right. Whoever does pen Roman is automatically made into a superstar.
1: Which is, to be honest with you, I'm hoping that is what they do with this. Because more often than not... They go They'll back. go with somebody who's already there, who's already established. And like I, a
0: Brock Lesnar. Yeah, somebody
1: or like that. Or and, uh, Randy when he comes back. and you know Things of that nature. I'm hoping and praying that they build with this, that they take somebody who's not already there and they use him getting his title to get him there.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, like the name that, 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 I mean, there's one name that's been floated for a while. And listen, this dude is my—he's fa- my dude, okay. Mm-hmm. In terms of all-time favorites, he is probably my top three. Actually, I'll go—I'll go, go one step further. He's my top two. One, one A, it's him and Roddy Piper. God rest his soul. Mm-hmm. I love Dwayne "The Rock" Johnson. I'm—I'm I, I'm as fond of—I'm as fond as Dwayne Johnson as any any wrestler I've been other than Piper. Okay, that guy is one of my inspirations in this business, but. I don't have any desire to see Dwayne or Rock Johnson be the one to beat. The, and what would be the point? I've even said point blank. If that match is the match they're going for at WrestleMania, you don't even need a belt for that. You do not need a, a belt on the line for, for The Rock versus Roman. You don't need it. No, and he, he certainly doesn't. does not need to be the one to beat Roman Reigns and end his streak. It well, you needs see to be what somebody. happened
0: when he beat CM Punk for it. Exactly.
2: Precisely. Precisely. And if that would be setting the company, taking 10 steps back, it needs to be somebody like a Sami Zayn, like a Cody Rhodes, like, like a Kevin a, Owens, like, like a Bray a Wyatt, MJF. even a MJF, like a Drew, even like a Drew McIntyre. Like that would be great. That's you know? what I'm
0: hoping for. I'm hoping for more along the lines of a Sheamus. He's been doing great. Or even a Walter who hasn't been champion yet.
1: I don't know who it's going to be, but I stand by you know, what I said with Sami Zayn. Because right now, nobody looks like they could touch Roman Reigns. And that's not good.
0: I think there is one like, guy that no one's looking at. He needs a believable contender. And I think it's Gunther. I think no one's looking at him. No one's paying attention to the, re- to the havoc that he's wreaking. He's taking this intercontinental title and building it back up. He's destroying all the legends.
1: You know, if it if keep, you
2: know, if the, I keep the, him looking strong, then possibly. But, you know, the room, rumor I'm hearing at this point through the grapevine is it's going to be it's going to be Gunther versus Brock at Mania. That's the word I'm hearing. Uh, would I love to see Gunther going after the belt? A thousand percent. But you better do an about shift and make him a baby face fast. Very fast. Because... Heel versus heel, I just don't know if that would slide. Yeah, I don't now, granul- think
0: they can do granulated
2: it. lines at this point, you know? Go
0: ahead. I don't think they can do it that way. But No, I was just agreeing with you. I don't think that uh, they could do it that way, and I don't think that Gunther would be the, the baby face. I think he'd be the heel. True. You know what I mean? And I think it could work, but... Let's uh keep going with the rest of this uh pay per view uh let's get this out the way let's get Rhonda versus Shotzi out the way because Matt feels can so horrible. You wipe that
1: shitting grin off your face, please. <laughs> he does this every single time we watch a wrestle. I gotta sit there, I gotta listen, gotta listen to him giggle the whole time, gotta listen to him, see him smirk the whole time. Jeez, JP, what did you think? <laughs>
2: I've always been fond of Rousey. and you guys know I have an affinity for the UFC fighters that transition over to WWE. Mm-hmm. By the way, God rest Anthony Johnson. God bless his soul. Oh, yes, that is so crushing. I'm gonna
0: bring that up later, but yeah, we
2: uh, can bring that up later. We can bring that up later. I guess I don't want to try. I don't, we can transition to that okay. because that was one of you guys know that was one of my best friends in this sport, and it crushed my soul. But
0: yeah, you know, I'm a
2: huge
0: fan of Rumble Johnson way yeah. since he was a welterweight. But we'll get into this is, to, we'll get into we that. We'll
2: now. keep it on topic here. Yeah. Rhonda needs a special person to keep her dance card going. Okay. Rhonda needs that person to make her feel it. She needs a Becky Lynch. She needs a Charlotte. She needs a Bailey. She needs somebody like a Sasha Banks to bring her to that boom factor. We've seen it. We've seen it with Liv Morgan. We're seeing it with Shotzi Blackheart or Shotzi or whatever the hell they're calling it. She just is not it on her own. She's not. These matches are sloppy. They're bl- and I, I, I and I don't blame Ronda. She's still young in the business, but they're sloppy. They're blah. I'll tell you what they need to do, and they need to do this very quickly. They need to have. And I've been cry, I've been calling for this, Matt. You can vouch for it. Mm-hmm. Turn <laughs> on, or on her. That is the match to make. Because this shit they're there, doing. JP,
1: you
2: now, say? They need to do something with her and Baszler Like yeah. a feud. They need to do a feud with her and Shayna and have her elevate Shayna because this just is not working. And well, it's not. I already, she's just,
0: I already said that too, but I think that the problem is they're hoarding all the best women on Raw. Mm-hmm. It literally is the Ronda Rousey show on SmackDown, and that's not good. That's not good. She's the biggest name on SmackDown right now. Like
1: I've like I've I've given my fair critiques of Ronda Rousey and everything, but it's not exactly you know her fault. It's the way they perceive her. It's the way they present her to us.
0: I told you. Right
1: that. now, they're presenting her to us
0: as unbeatable. as if she's
1: untouchable and. That's not very good for a champion. I've said it. I've said it on the show. I don't know how many times. A good champion's
0: not much without a good challenger. No, the whole thing is not only is she, yeah, untouchable, but there's no women on SmackDown that we can believe even comes close to her caliber. The way that they build her. The way they built her up, she can't be like submitted or mm-hmm. pinned easily. You got to catch her by surprise mm-hmm. after she's already been beat up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The best matches that she's had are all against the Horsewomen. Right. And, you know, they, they're they
1: saying that the Roman does the same thing. But Roman Reigns has been having great feuds for the Universal title.
0: Like, Roman, he has chemistry. with. They need people. to get off Roman's back. Roman has been having great matches for a long no, I mean, time. No,
1: I mean, no, I mean, they they kind of you know they go together. You know, Roman and Ronda when they say untouchable, like there's right. nobody we can believe that can beat them right now. But as I said, Roman's been having great feuds, and that's what Ronda Rousey needs a great feud. Somebody that she has chemistry with, somebody that we feel like can push her. Because that's the thing; I don't think that she's being pushed very far in these feuds. In in these matches and and that's not a good thing. It's not.
0: I think she needs to work on her mic skills.
1: Like I can I can tolerate her more with Shayna Baszler. You know I like them kind of, kind of like them running around together. You know being the bullies or whatever. I I liked that more than I liked it when she was on her own. But she definitely needs somebody that can work with her. Well, somebody you know she,
2: what she, she, she you know she needs she needs a mouthpiece. That's yes, what Rhonda Rousey she needs. She needs, my, she needs somebody like me or somebody like, you know, Paul Heyman or somebody. To, yeah, I'm pitching myself out there. Because <laughs> look, Rhonda. Rhonda is not. Rhonda Rhonda can talk shit in the same way mm-hmm. Nick Nick and Nate they can you know. Like, fuck you, bitch. Go to hell. Yeah, you know, that, miss my
0: ass. That's the you real Rhonda. The real Rhonda is the. Flipping you the bird, and you know, bitch this, mm-hmm. bitch that. That's the real Rhonda. She cannot do that here. Exactly. You no, gotta exactly. Learn
1: to at- at- she got one in the promo, she got one in the real admin
2: she's great for selling fights she is great for selling fights that way that's what made her a box office draw in the UFC art that's what made her a box in the art that's what made her such a an attraction Matt is that kind of talk made her appealing in the UFC but when you're in a scripted environment like the WWE where you can't use the words she does I mean bitch okay that flies yeah. but you've got the four letter words like see you next Tuesday what she uses on a regular basis you know she can't use the one like the talk that she does that shit doesn't work in WWE she doesn't doesn't sound articulate. People don't want to hear gutter street talk in a WWE. They want to hear the articulate smack talk and that's not Rhonda. She needs somebody that's gonna get out there and, and give the vernacular or if you're gonna if you're you know, if you're gonna do it that way, just do it. And they they had a formula that was working when she was feuding with Liv. Have her go out there and kick the shit out of people and say nothing. You know, sometimes you don't need to have people talk. Brock has etched out a great career, a Hall of Fame legendary career, and he said very little very little. And you could say, well, you know, he had aiming for, he's been going out there and throwing people around as a smiling hillbilly baby face for almost a year now, actually over a year. Yep. And people are still into it. He doesn't talk. Brock doesn't mm-hmm. talk. He just goes out there and beats the shit out of people. I mean, that's that's what you need to do with Rhonda. If you're not going to put her with a mouthpiece, have her go out there and throw people around. That's what she needs to do. You know, but this, this crap of having her, and let's be honest, having her go out there and have a competitive match with Liv Morgan. We, we all love Liv Morgan. Let's be realistic we love Liv morgan she's everybody's favorite underdog she's easy to look at in the eyes she's improved tremendously since you know ever every match she improves more and more right. exactly but they had a good
0: be- match at extreme rules right but this match right. with shasi blackheart tonight just wasn't it
2: no but let's let's be honest let's look at these women on the sniff test the sniff test Rhonda should be kicking the shit out of both of them without any any kind of real constituted effort. And the Mm -hmm. fact that she's struggling, it's just people aren't buying it, you know? And that's the big problem. And maybe Rhonda shouldn't be a weekly thing. Maybe Rhonda should be a special attraction at this point. I can
0: definitely be behind a special attraction. That would make more sense. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about Bobby and uh, Seth and Austin. Which was a great match. Loved that's, that match. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. What I
1: loved about this match a lot, a lot, is the 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 throwback to what Seth Rollins was. You know, he came out there as Shield Rollins. You know, he had the blonde hair going on. He's doing the multiple suicide dive thing that, we, that he used to do. He's flipping over the ropes, landing on his feet. You know that's the stuff that he used to do when he was with the Shield. That that's Face Rollins, and I've not seen Face Rollins in quite a while. And it was a, it was a nice you know refresher to see that
0: again. To see his high flying. Side. Yeah,
2: I loved it. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. And let me tell you, I was at the the house show in State College last week on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I see the crowd reactions here. I've heard the crowd reactions in Boston. People are buying what Seth is selling. People are big time into him, which is great. You know, you want to talk. And that's my, my concern is if we're looking for, we're talking about the tried and true, who is going to end Roman's run. I have heard a lot of rumor and a lot of speculation. And I, I don't know if I like this or I hate it, but the word I've heard through the grapevine is it could be Seth Rollins. And that's I've heard that many that's times. has
0: been in my head for a long time. That'd be bittersweet to me. That's been in my head for a long time because they've been planting these little seeds mm. for a long time about Seth Rollins just can't seem to get to him.
1: Love to see Seth get another title reign, but as I said, I hope that they would
0: use this to build somebody. At every cross-promotion pay-per-view that they had throughout the last year, whenever Seth and Roman ran into each other, they'd have this little words like Seth was eventually going to get a shot at him. Mm-hmm. They it
2: never. Right, you think of,
0: right, it, it never came to fruition, but it's always been there, always been mm-hmm. there, and he's the one person that's never got his shot. He at, faced
1: the Roman. He I was mean, like the Paper he, he was at like the Royal rumble, wasn't but he?
0: yeah, he lost at the. Remember, right. he came out to the shield music right. and all that stuff, but still, like it's always an interference. It's always mm-hmm. something going. Like it's always something where they've never and. Rollins hasn't really had the face value that he's mm-hmm. had now. He's been a heel for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's something about when you start, like, ignoring, ignoring people and doing you. Mm-hmm. Where people just get into it. When he start wearing these wacky outfits and <laughs> talking slow. And, guy. you know, he became, yeah. And, you know, digging his own music mm-hmm. Cause the music technically doesn't make sense. It's real slow in the yeah. beginning, and then just dun 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 dun. You know, yeah. real fast. But he like he did something here. Him and Becky had that transition at the same time where she became big time.
2: Right. What?
0: It's dope. Mm-hmm.
2: It is dope, and I, 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 Seth is, I think this stuff is great. I think this stuff is a funnel. I. Yep. <laughs> people into it, but Seth to me would be, and my concern is I keep hearing that it's going to be a Brock Lesnar, that the person somebody that's going to yeah, be elevated but not the way that people the people, you know, that somebody that doesn't necessarily need the elevation, but he's going to be the person that elevates the next person. I'm like, no, he doesn't. Seth Rollins does not need that, that elevation. He's already a made man. Mm-hmm. Like, and okay, let's just say for hypothetical, and I'm I may be spoiling something. I may not be here. You take it for what it's worth. Um, Let's just for shits and grins say that Seth beats Roman at one of the pay-per-views to win one of the belts. And it's a babyface Seth versus a heel Matt Riddle at WrestleMania or at SummerSlam. Again, hypothetically speaking here, and he's the one that elevates Matt Riddle to that main event, you know, world champion level. Okay, that's great, but why... Why? Why put the middleman in there when you can just, you know, you know give the 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 off the Roman?
0: Yeah, right. that may and and that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. And that's the one thing I'm worried about is it's gonna be somebody like a Seth Rollins yeah. or I don't. I mean, y'all keep saying Drew McIntyre, but Drew McIntyre is already there to me. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying he's been champ a couple of times now. Yeah, that's
2: true. You
0: know, what I'm saying like, that's so This is true. already. Don't there
2: you don't, you know. Drew doesn't necessarily need it. Seth doesn't need it. Lashley doesn't need it. Nice. Matt Riddle to me, then Matt would be perfect. Yeah, Matt
0: Riddle like would be a perfect. Matt get it. Yeah. But, see, and and you were saying that mm-hmm. almost eight nine months ago. You were saying Riddle was the guy that should be elevated to do it.
1: Especially especially now after this feud with Seth Rollins, because I feel like this feud with Rollins is Riddle's first big main event feud on the main roster and they killed that. They did. like people look at Riddle differently now because of this feud that he had with Rollins. Now, you no. you can see Riddle more towards the top of the card right now.
2: Yeah, I don't understand what they did though. He he by all accounts and purposes, he did well in the feud. He did very well. Mm-hmm. He held his own. He wins the feud. Seth then Seth then gets elevated into this U.S. title picture where he's moved on to elevate Austin Theory. Okay, great, but, but then Matt you have Riddle and this horseshit with Elias. Like, right, what yeah. the hell is going on here? You know, that's what I'm confused I mean, about. It's,
1: it's like I, I, it's like I keep saying, and unfortunately, they're going to keep doing this. I feel like once somebody's made. It doesn't matter what they do to them. And it's not the case, man. I wish they'd stop. Like, just because somebody has a great
0: feud does not mean it's okay to put them on the back burner for a while. All right, well, let's talk about the women's War Games match. Because the women put on a show, too. They came Mm -hmm. in, and they came to do their thing. They had to put on a show because it's the first time the women were on the main roster in the War Games. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you think they set the tone right Bye,
2: God, you, good you know, they had a lot to prove tonight, the women did. They yeah, did, right. and I think they went out, and they did just that. I mean, I think all of who went out was the, you know, I mean, I would have, honestly speaking, and this is just me, and I know you can't have both field teams win. You can't. That's just booking 101. Mm-hmm. But, man, they have just... <laughs> and maybe this is me grasping for straws, but they have made damage control completely borderline irrelevant. <laughs> I mean, and that's my only complaint with this. Now, the match itself was spectacular. You see these women jumping off the top of cages. You see them beating the hell out of each other. And this is what women's wrestling should be, you know. it's, it's finally should be back to where it once was, and I'm, I'm satisfied with it. I'm satisfied with the matches, only even though I think the result.
0: You know, not so, not so much. Yeah, see, I I have the same sentiment. I be, to me, Bailey almost hasn't won a match since she's been back. She hasn't no. won anything big yet, and Damage Control is supposed to be like like a a women's faction. We needed a women's faction that could come in and take shit over. She should have took the belt off Bianca at the last pay-per-view. Like, it's wild to me what they're doing right now. And it draws back to my previous point. I keep saying it. But now I think I think the reason that they didn't win is because this was Becky's comeback. She needed something big but Becky didn't need it. I would say I would not sacrifice
1: damage control for that, to be honest with you. That's just me. You know, hell, the, they were the three women that got beat up at the end of that match. You know, Bailey gets the KOD into the cage, and EO Sky and Dakota Kai go through the table. Why
0: couldn't Nikki get pinned like she always does?
1: <laughs> or something, you know. it's like they completely just flattened them at the end of that match. And there was only two of them. Two women flattened,
2: three of them. You, you knew the result as soon as Becky came out on Friday. I'm like, well, we know who's winning this match. We knew. And as soon <laughs> yeah. as you knew the mystery woman, it wasn't too predictable. I'm like, all right, Becky's back. And you knew that, that you know, once again, damage control is going to lose. And it's just like, you know, it sucks because this table had so much promise. Yeah. And right off the bat, it's like, all right, this is good. This is something different. This is something really good. But then within six weeks, I... They inexplicably, inexcusably have them lose that tag, I mean, when they made that tag tournament, which was cursed from the word go, they have them lose to fucking Aaliyah and, and Richel Gonzalez, I mean, what the hell is that, like, and it's like, alright, they just, and I said, you remember that chat I was you about? I said, they killed this stable right off, they, they killed any momentum this stable had before it had a chance to grow, no, 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 and everybody's no, 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 you know. They, they, they can't be too predictable. Well, sometimes predictability is a good thing. Yeah. You know, you can't, like, you know, you they're building this table up to be this this, this next big thing, and you have them in the tag tournament where their odds odds-on-favorite lose to a makeshift tag team where one of the women is a fucking jobber that hasn't done shit in her entire WD career. What does that tell you about the team, the stable as a whole? They're turds. <laughs> they're turds, you know? Like, if you want... If you, if you if you want people to think your, your restaurant serves you shit, then serve shit on a platter, you know? And that's basically what they did with damage control, and it hasn't recovered since. And now yeah. tonight it's like, all right, well, here it is, you know? They're just there. And it's yeah. a shame because they could have done more with them. Basically,
0: I feel like that's how almost the whole change has been going right now since mm-hmm. the takeover. That's what we're just going to call it, the takeover. Right. Ever since the takeover... Uh, the favorites of who's on TV and who's going back to NXT and who's you know coming back has all been kind of a, a NXT to main roster move. Yeah,
1: that's definitely right. true. Like they're all up there now. Like almost every big name NXT talent that's still with the WWE. That you know could be with the WWE right now, or on the main roster right now. You know the Gargano's. They got Mia Yim. They got Dakota Kai. They got Yo Sky. They got.
0: And, uh, ball- and let's Baller. not let's not forget that a lot of these big superstars that's getting the big pushes are products of NXT. Yeah, the KOs, the Roman Reigns, the Rollins. Seth Rollins, the Bray Wyatt. So it'd be
1: it'd be kind of hard to figure out who's not on top and who's not come through the NXT circle right now, at least for a short time. That being Drew McIntyre.
0: And he was in NXT. Yeah, he was in NXT for a short time. He was a champ in NXT. Right. That's what I'm saying. Well, you know, I, right.
2: And I'll give credit where it's due. I mean, look, he, he some of these people that they, uh, that they released at Nick Nikon when they went under their cutting spree, he brought mm-hmm. back, okay, that's great. And I'm going to give Trips his due. You know, he, he righted a lot of wrongs, mm-hmm. but there's been a lot of stupid shit that he's done too, man. It's like, all right, some of these people don't feel any better off than they were like, Carrying Cross, there was a brief buzz that he returned. Mm-hmm. Is Cross any better now than he was first go around? He got rid of the stupid Farouk Assad helmet. You know, he actually gave him his act, but he just feels like another back on the roster. I mean, Johnny Gargano, there was a brief buzz for his return, and he's just there. You know, uh, they bring back what's her face. Uh, mm-hmm. What's his old lady's name? Candice. Gargano? They bring Larray in, and in her return, in her return, her, her debut on the main roster. They have her get beat. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, there comes a point in time where, well, Triple H is, he's not perfect. I'll say that much right now. It's like I said about AEW. I've said that from day one. They're not perfect. The man has made his fair share of mistakes. Is it a lot more guided and better than it was? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exponentially. But let's not. Let's not swallow heaps of feces and act like it tastes like, you know, tastes like liquid gold because he's made his screw ups too. And some of them are painstakingly obvious.
0: And that's, yeah. that's one thing that I don't want people to forget. I don't want people to forget that they're still they're still going to have screw ups and storylines and building and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. And there's still going to be a, a lot of people that I think mm-hmm. are, he's going to bring back. And mm-hmm. we don't know where they're going to fit in. I don't know how he's going to do it because he's sending a lot of people back down to NXT.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the most important thing to remember is how, ex- as, as excited as we are to see Triple H run the show in WWE, not to get our hopes too high. Because if they get too high, then they're just going to get let down. You know, let's not, you know, overhype you know, what it is or what it's going to be.
0: The you know, one thing I can say is I appreciate the commentating now. Yeah, Michael Cole's been on one.
1: He's
0: since, been. Uh, since ben uh, it feels almost ear. like a completely different commentator.
1: Yeah.
0: He's been given a lot of history. Mm-hmm. He's been saying people's accolades. Mm-hmm. He's been like Michael Cole has been a great Announcer, since he's got that
2: freedom,
1: he has been. He hasn't, like, he's really showing us what he can do, in my opinion. Cole's been great, but I will tell you this much
2: right now, and I'm not saying that Jimmy Smith was all that in bag of yes, chips. He I was, Jimmy
0: clean. Smith was all that in a bag of chips.
2: Was he? Well, yes, he this much was. Right Jimmy was growing into the position. I will tell you that right now, and it is not easy being a wrestling commentator, especially when you come from a world of MMA. It is very hard to make that transition. I I don't mean to disrespect the guy they have there now, but for God's sake, my God! Look, it's not easy. I get it. It is not easy at all. Jimmy
0: Jimmy was
2: the Patrick. This what is this guy's name? Kevin Patrick. Oh my God! Already.
0: I don't even know his name, sure. but I know that I miss Jimmy. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. at who like was getting who was getting released when he when Trip took over? Who was getting mm-hmm. like demoted? You can like see it in who whose character was changing. Like, what are
1: you saying about the, the this Kevin guy, JP?
2: I don't this commentator. My yeah. God, he's he's. I feel like I'm listening to a fucking Drano commercial every time he talks. It's like, mm-hmm. my God, you know, <laughs> and this is me, calm down now. I understand. And this is you guys know what I hate and greed are I'm a yeah. you know, personality galore. This guy is talking like he's constantly, like, I want to fall asleep when I'm listening to him. I'm like, bro, can you show any kind of energy whatsoever? He's it's so wrestling for God's sake. Stoic. It's Monday Night Raw. Show some spunk. Show some spark, bro. You sound like literally you sound like you're on at one thirty in the morning talking about, you know, the the cream that you stick on your hemorrhoids inside your rear end. I mean, Jesus God. <laughs>
0: this guy <laughs> I mean this guy is he's so stoic, he just sounds like he's not allowed to
2: yell.
1: Now I'm kind of out of the loop with the product here. This guy he's got an accent, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, not that doesn't bother me. I mean, well, Wade I mean, Wade which, what's accent? Is it? I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, he's kind he's, kind of Brit- he's a British guy. He, oh, he's British a British. Guy. Okay, United okay, Kingdom, you, you know. And, and I don't have a problem with that because you know, Wade no, Barrett has that accent William too. Regal Wade Barrett, incredible. Yeah. Wade, Wade, Nigel incredible. Nigel McGuinness was incredible. You know, I mean, yeah. You know, some of these guys McGinnis. are incredible commentators. This, this yeah. guy just sounds like he should be reading off the fucking logs for WWE. dot com. You know, I mean, that's what he's. He's good should at commercial you know, it's, it's bad.
0: I think that's what it is. He's good at reading ads. He's, oh, sure, there's a he's place great at to brought to here. you guy <laughs> point. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, I don't I I like Michael Cole and uh and Corey Graves as a team. They should have kind of just I think Corey
1: Graves way Barrett are the team now on Smackdown, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah they're Wade good. good. And they're, they're
0: real good. British
1: commentator.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> good. He's good. are real good. But uh, the change has been just a little... I mean, it's been good, but it's been a a little crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah. um, WWE's doing pretty good right now. They're doing better than they were, in my opinion.
2: And well, it's... it's... Yeah, it's been real good. I've been impressed. Yeah, me Very too. impressed. So... Uh, if
0: you guys want to take it away to the NBA, i uh, say, so yeah, one of the reasons
1: why you know, I kind of fall off of wrestling a little bit is because I kind of dove into my first basketball season in a while. You know, I've always liked basketball, but I could never figure out how to watch them. And now I have the app, I was promised to rebuild in Detroit, and I am all in. <laughs> Uh, JP, what, what do you think about it, though? Who is who's your team and everything?
2: Well, I got a few that fall. I like the Boston Celtics. Um uh, obviously I've been to, you know, I lived in Phoenix for a long time. I was many, many a Sons games. Mm-hmm. Um my boy went to Devin Booker's camp. So, um, you know, I I got affinity for the Suns. I've followed basketball for so long, Matt, that it's just like it's such a fun sport to watch. And Maybe. I told you, Eddie, you've you got to go to a game live. And I know St. Louis doesn't have an NBA team. I think your closest is either Memphis or Chicago. Um, I think it's I a would recommend Memphis
1: because they won't Memphis. let me okay. watch the Grizzlies games on the app, you know, because they want the people that live in uh, nearby areas to pay for it on cable. So if you live in Boston, you can't watch the Celtics games for a couple of days, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, the, the Memphis games are the ones that won't let me watch.
2: <laughs> so they black out Memphis for you? okay? Yeah, for three days, then I can smart. watch them. You're a couple. <laughs> You're like a couple. I, I would definitely recommend getting down to a Grizzlies game, bro, because it's mm-hmm. such a good team to watch, and it's just such a fun atmosphere being live. Um, but it's just like one of those sports to where, the action is constant. It's never ending. Um, you know, they have the breaks and stuff, but there's so many young stars in the league. And then there's the old guard, too. I mean, there's the old guard, guys like LeBron James, um, you know, who, God, I, I'm showing my age here. Art, you You know, I, I remember when LeBron James was on the cover of Sports Illustrated as a 17 year old kid, the next big thing, you know. See, and yeah, he was.
0: I was a basketball you know, fan all the way back in. I mean, bless you guys, the 90s and early 2000s. You my favorite team mean?
1: was in 2004.
0: Uh, yeah, see, the that, Pistons. Was, that was around my favorite squad with the San Antonio Spurs, with the Mono Ginobili, Tony mm-hmm. Parker, you know, that group of guys mm-hmm. that played with them, Tim Duncan. You're right. That's my favorite player of all time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: that, that's and we're of... talking about Kobe cool... Bryant, Mm-hmm. The most surreal thing about Kobe Bryant, like that he's no longer with us, or it is just like, God, that's surreal. Like, yeah. that's one of those people, like, think, you think those people will live forever. And I remember I woke up that morning and, you know, I popped online and, you know, Kobe Bryant, yeah. like, but Kobe Bryant got like, you know, and I'm like, you know, I, yeah, I, I hopped on Twitter
0: and I just I, I had to, like, Check a bunch of different places to see if it was true. Like media broke
1: that day in America when Kobe passed. It was just unreal.
2: Oh yeah, that's what I said to. the like the money he died. It's like everybody put these stupid fucking you know. There's so many people that put these stupid ass uh, you know hoaxes up, and I'm like, and I even said to the person, shut that up around him. it's like dude, I, I, dude don't scroll around and then more and more people were picking up he
0: got
2: to this day that's one of the shocking ones I think I've dealt with in my lifetime because it's like I'm not going to sit there. I was a fan I mean, he played I mean I'm a Phoenix Sun guy <laughs> he has to kick the shit out of the Sun and everybody else but, I mean he was one of the greatest players I've ever seen yeah was <laughs> mm-hmm. so it lose him at one years old. It's just in in that manner is most terrible thing I've ever seen. Him. And, I and like to just have
0: old. and to know that you know he had kids and
2: stuff in the in the helicopter right, with, a few him other a few other with him and a few other
1: people. too
2: And one of them was on the plane with him too. That's just it's the worst. It's just something. Right. And it's like one of those people that how much he heard all these things he gave back to the game and all the people, the generations of our generation of players now that the game that were inspired like by Cody Bryant, you know, the, the Anthony Edwardses and, uh, you know, the Cade Cunningham, your player, you know, on this you know, he'll tell you what he's inspired by Kobe And it's just such a real concern. Talked about him as an after, not after, astro thought, but me that's dead that's younger than us, you know, or he's younger than you and I. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and it's just like, and it's like, you talk about these people that are dead, you're thinking about, okay, you know, like, people from the 60s, not somebody that's, Christ, still a kid, you know, it's just mm-hmm.
0: bizarre. Yeah, it yeah. is. And that's, that's how I feel about Rumble too, because Rumble was younger than me and you. Right. God, that yeah, that's, you know, I was in uh, he was one of my favorite fighters, probably ever. One of those one of those guys. I mean, he was my he was a knockout artist, which is what we wanted to see. And I just I love this guy from early days of UFC. I mean, I remember him fighting Tommy Spears and he said he was mad at him because he got to be on the ultimate fighter and Anthony didn't. Mm-hmm. And it pissed him off, so he wanted hmm. to prove to everybody that he could beat motherfuckers that was selected instead of him.
2: I got a face that and I got to tell you guys, <laughs> I I was <laughs> in the store. I was the And I And starting
0: Breaking up again. Hold on. I can't hear you. Breaking up. Okay.
2: <laughs> this I really definitely difficult.
0: wanted to hear these.
2: this. Year has a bad. And I've dealt with a lot of, you know, like when you're in the sports world, or you're in the news world, you hear about deaths and dying. And, 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 you know, it's sort of like, oh, shit, oh, shit. I was walking around the Giant Eagle grocery store which is a local chain store here in Pennsylvania, my wife and I, and I got the text that Rumble died, and it literally knocked on my ass. It literally, like, I literally fell back into the damn, like, into a little chain cans. It was one of the three worst stories I've... I'll just put it this way. When I... When I heard Ryan, it, it ranked right up there when I heard Ryan Jimmo got killed. My co-host on NBC Sports Radio.
0: Yeah, um, Ryan Jimmo hit hard too. Mm-hmm.
2: This It hit me like a ton of bricks, dude. And it's just like, what? What? I've been sick, but not that sick. Like You will not ever meet a better, as good of a fighter as he was. And we all loved what we saw in that cage. Rumble got in there and he was a personality. He was a knockout artist. He got in there. The guy was a Hercules. Yeah, he was huge.
0: The guy was... But he was, he was so respectful though.
2: He was I, I don't usually. He was one of the kindest, nicest most decent, honorable, my kids called him Uncle Rumble. He was a great, great human being. And I can't say that. A...
0: Yeah, because the one, one thing you can say office. is out of, out of all his fights that he had, I've never seen him, like, Pushing anybody at a face off or arguing or cursing anybody, I've never seen that from him at any press conference at all.
2: It actually, it was when him and uh, Jones did that fake push at each other, when, you know, mock the whole thing with, you know, mock the whole thing
0: with, uh, with
2: DC, with DC and Dodge uh, Jones and here's a little story him and Jones he tried to get those two to mediate with one another like, boy, he tried to get those two to mediate and like DC and Jones literally don't like him like that's not that's not fake
1: mm-hmm.
2: everybody liked Rumble it was impossible not to like the guy I'll tell you a story it was 2011 2012 um, I could tell you stories all day on the podcast and I could just tell you story after story about Rumble that I know mm-hmm. This is the one that stood out most to me, though. There was an event in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and um, it was called Pure Motor You know, can you bring some fighters out, you know? Can you bring some fighters out that, you know, would be different, beating great? So, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I had Burrow, you know, Matt Riddle, you know, yeah. and Rumble was the first name that came up. I had Matt Riddle. You know, my, my circle was Matt Riddle, Rumble, um, Marcus Davis, and, you know, time having yeah. a falling out before I um, But I called Rumble offered $500. And, you know, before I got, I called Rumble and before I got the word out of his mouth, he yeah, I'll do it. Rumble said, before I got the word out of my mouth, what the parody, you know, Rumble's like, yeah, I'll do it. And I was like, it's fine. He's like, I'm, I'll do it for free. I'll do it for you. He's like, I'm coming out. He's like, I'll come out just to hang out with you. I think like, Rumble's $500. He's like, I don't want it. I just want it. I, I love you. And I'm like, Rumble, I'm, I'm... And he's like, no. He's like, I'm coming up to hang out with you. Well, we get up there, and it's my daughter's birthday. It's her 10th birthday. And we're at breakfast. And he pulls me aside. He's like, hey. It's like, there's a... There's a uh, arcade up at the mall you mind if I take your daughter to, for a birthday to you mind if I take your daughter to our arcade no I course not <laughs> and he's like oh, I'm going to take her now he's like you're good you I'm like you don't got anything planned dude I don't want to knock down no. so, what are you doing he's like what are you doing bro I'm giving you money to take my kid to the arcade bro I, I got it Type to her she comes back, this big-ass stuffed animal. He, she be, he, he, he's like, she beat me in skee-ball. She hustled me in skee-ball. She kicked my ass. He man. was the heart. He was a heart of gold.
0: Man, RIP to, oh. to Rumble Johnson, that man is.
2: Yeah, absolutely. At the end of the event, though. Why had phone ramp didn't disrespect the deceased? He actually wanted more money. My the promoter, Brian Slater, who's a good friend of mine in his day, pulls me, you know, we're leaving. He's like <laughs> he's like, get a hold of Rumble for me. He's like, Why? He's like, I never paid him. He left and didn't take my money.
0: And he didn't even come back for it.
2: No. I took the money and I I, I I took the money and I wound up mailing it to him. And I said, we've had a fight for the only time him and I ever fought in our lives Arguing was over the fact that he refused to take five hundred dollars off me that Brian Slater gave me because he he said he was doing it as for a friend. He was the best human being you would have ever met, ever. Ever. He did not like knocking people out. He did he did not like he was so damn good it's kill or be killed. Maybe
0: that's not the best phrase to use in this time, but you, you catch my drift. When you are in that cage, yeah. you know I am going to win. I am going to. I mean, um, two-time title challenger. I yeah. mean, this guy was went from welterweight to heavyweight, and and uh, and the what was the organization he was in outside of the UFC? It was the SCW SC, he he fought all the way a heavyweight, he fought Andre Olovsky and beat him. Mm. I mean he's he's just but I but he, I've never seen him curse anybody out at a press conference. Huh? And people were terrified of him, but he was the nicest guy.
2: He was a gentle soul. He was, man. And it's you know, I don't like to use the terms doesn't seem fair. And You know, and there's people, if there's people listening to this that are sitting there, why didn't he reveal it? Why didn't he reveal it? Why didn't he talk about it? It's the same reason Chad yeah. you know, the guy from Africa, the same reason he did it, because it was his fight to bear. It was no one else's fucking business but his his, and his alone, okay? And if he didn't talk about it, there's a reason why. I'll tell you why he didn't do it. I'll tell you why he didn't do it, because he didn't want a bunch of funny people that called him crumble, that talked about his failed weight man. I talked about all this other stuff Feeling sorry for him And you know what He didn't want people feeling sorry for him He did not want people feeling sorry for him He knew he was dying He knew he was dying He didn't want people feeling sorry for him And holding charity events And and, you know Doing Rumble Strong t-shirts and all this other stuff. You know where he wanted that money to go to, and you know who he wanted the people to feel sorry for? Those same that won't see their 10th birthday. He's out of the life. You know, he had a life of 38. He loved a lot of life in 38 years and did a lot of stuff in his 38 years. He didn't want people feeling sorry for him and raising money for him and doing all this other stuff. He wanted people to keep their perspective, and he didn't want a bunch of attention. That he kept it quiet because it was his fight, and, you know, it was it, it was his... It was his battle to let people know about, and if you people that were going to sit there on these message boards can't respect the fact that he wanted to keep this battle private and the extremity of what he was going through private. You won't get button all. You're more worried about being TMZ than you yeah. are about you know really. You no, know, that's concerns. the type of I mean, world that situation.
0: we live in where people
2: Born will try to publicize way. it. Yeah. Well, he didn't. He didn't want private. him for that. I respect him for that and so everybody else should too.
0: Yeah. And you know, you ain't
2: the ones that are crying over his loss. You ain't the one I knew was the rumble that you saw for five minutes inside that cage. Not Anthony mm-hmm. Johnson. Mm-hmm. You can't tell the stories that so many others can. So shut up, the file whether he wanted to tell or not, that he owed it to you. He mm-hmm. didn't you a goddamn nothing.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yo, JP I wanted to get your right. thoughts before we get off of here about uh, the injury that happened uh, on the Detroit Suns game. I'm, I'm pretty sure you saw it when uh, that uh, I can't remember the name of the Suns player, but he kind of came down on a uh, bogey's angle there.
2: Oh, the player for Detroit. The player for Phoenix.
1: Uh, the player for Detroit. Uh, it was a uh, Bojan Bogdanovic. And Bogdanovich
2: yeah Bogdanovich you want to hear a funny story real quick there's actually two players with the same similar name one plays for Atlanta and it's very similar to that but right. uh, one's Bogdan and one's Bogdan but yeah the one you're talking about is Bogdan mm-hmm. it was a clean enough play it was a clean enough play that's the whole thing is it was a clean enough play and I must stand up for the Suns mm-hmm. um, I would have said it if it would have been Booker that went down like that and, um, he's gonna be all right though i mean from what i've heard he's gonna be all right and that's the most important thing here yeah. uh, you know some of those picks some of those picks can be pretty rough mm-hmm. and they can be pretty, pretty brand. you know somebody sometimes you know you got a pick these are bigger they're six, six six they're laying the lumber like that didn't sound right did it <laughs> that didn't sound right at all but they're they're laying the tr- they're laying the chops down and um you know, sometimes things like that happen. I mean, this isn't chess, unfortunately.
0: And you know, on the and, message boards, they to... said a lot of people are calling it intentional. Yeah, you know,
1: a lot of people have said that that was clearly a foul.
2: Um, I mean, would I have called it a foul? Yeah. Was it blatant? I don't think so. I mean, and I'm, I'm not going to spare the... Um, I'm not gonna spare. I'm not gonna spare Wait, that don't sound. You guys get my. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cut the. You know, I'm not gonna. You get my point of view. I mean, I don't think it was. It
0: wasn't I don't intentional, think it was
1: intentional. No, but I definitely think that it should have been called.
2: I would have called it a foul. Mm-hmm. If I'm a referee, I would have called it a foul. Foul. Okay. It should have been a foul. I don't think it was. Like I don't think there was ill malice. Okay. I really don't think there was, was any malice. I think it was, a, you know, right, you know it was an accident.
0: I think. One more. Uh, one more. Uh, one more uh, thought, JP. Kyrie yeah, suspension. Like, right. What do you feel? It um, lies in 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 the NBA and in in society
2: right now. Uh, well, ponder we'll this for a minute. we will just say Torrey is a dirty player. That much I will say about the the one that laid the pick. Um, but as for the the, the t- curry, mm-hmm. uh, that's such a dangerous line when it? you know, Ain't and it. such a da- it's such a dangerous line, that I don't condone. The shit that he, you know, it's such like, he's been such, the thing is, Kyrie has been such a lightning rod between his views against, you know, the COVID vaccine and now this. He is such a lightning rod of controversy. And I, you know, anything that, like, to, you know, to not come out and dome anti something that was anti semantic was horrifying. It was stupid. And, and, and I'm not even a person to not can boot it with to share it. Like, right. And, 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 and I'm saying, you know, I don't even know if he shares his views. I don't know what goes on in Kyrie Irving's mind. Okay. I don't know Kyrie Irving enough to call him Nobody uh, knows he's a anti Semantic
0: person. He's a flat earther. He, like He's got all these weird type of views anyway.
2: Right. So, exactly. So, worst case scenario, he's a fucking idiot. That's the you know the best the worst thing I can the best thing I can say about him or the best thing I can say about him is a fucking idiot. That that's a high level professional athlete at the biggest level that there is, and he needs to get a fucking personal in social media. That's the best thing I can say about him is he's imbecile. And <laughs> <laughs> somebody else handle his personal in social media because every time he opens his mouth. Shit comes out and he makes himself look worse and worse. And look, we live in a world, let's be honest, Art, people are looking to pounce on professional athletes and people of profile for everything they say. Do not give them any more ammunition than they already have, right? Yeah, right. Um, right then that's you, crazy. Then you hand them the smoking gun with shit like this and you retweet an anti semantic thing, like, then you're going to look like a fucking. Alien. And that's where I. I this is freedom of speech, okay? right? That's, that's the line that you got to draw.
0: It's it's freedom of speech, but not freedom from consequences. And that's
2: that's,
0: that's pretty like, much what? all the time we got, man.
2: Hey, listen, I'll just wrap this up real quick by saying this: Do you have freedom of speech to go on and say whatever you want? Yes. you have freedom on your job to say whatever we want? Absolutely. Does that mean our job doesn't have freedom of speech to tell us to kiss off?